0: Hi, I'm Kayla Mendez, Pepperdine Graphic Media's podcast producer. My podcast, Small Studio Sessions, focuses on students who are involved in music, giving them a place to perform and talk about their passions.
1: Small Studio Sessions.
0: You can check it out on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Graph. Our photo editor, Milan Loiacno, tipped us to the fact that cases of coronavirus have been found in northern Italy and that it may affect Pepperdine's Florence program. Uh, Psst. Do you have a second? Okay, so you were the one who told me about the Florence story to begin with. How did you hear about it? What did you know?
2: So when I heard that it was go- or coronavirus is going through Italy. I reached out to my adopted sister from when I was in the Florence program two years ago, and she works in the medical field. So I asked her how she was doing and how the city was doing. And she said that there was actually two cases confirmed about three hours beforehand. And so I study Italian and it wasn't in any English speaking news media yet. So I looked up some of the more reputable newspapers in Florence and in Italy, and they were all reporting that two cases had been confirmed about three hours earlier. So this was about 1230 at night, maybe 1 a.m. Um, so it's pretty late, but she tipped me off and I looked it up and it was confirmed.
0: I initially signed Brianna Willis, our staff writer and social media manager, to the story. She immediately got an interview with the program director of the Florence program, Elizabeth Watley, as well as the students in Florence. Brianna, you were working on the story before this all came to light. Can you sort of speak about, um, like, what has changed since you have done your initial reporting?
2: I think for me it's been really interesting um, because yesterday I actually talked to the Florence program director who wasn't worried at all and uh, definitely didn't want the students to have to leave Florence. Um, She also um, just expressed that it was more northern Italy and just kind of assured that the students wouldn't have to go home. Um, I also talked to two students who were ready to come home. Um, I haven't been able to talk to them Again, yeah, but it's just been interesting to see the progression, I think, of like not being worried at all, students not being able to come home.
0: But then on Wednesday afternoon, as we prepared to make our pages for Thursday's paper, we started to hear reports that several American international programs based in Florence were getting shut down. Fairfield, Florida International, Syracuse, NYU, Tennessee, they all canceled their programs in the week leading up to our deadline night. And the last straw, our cousin school, Harding University.
2: Um, so I'm also type A, so I've been following the entire coronavirus outbreak from that perspective as well.
0: This is our managing editor, Maddie Carr.
2: So today, um, I knew that stuff was happening really quickly, and by the time I made it up to the newsroom, we found out that, um, Harding had just closed their program as well as some other really major universities like Stanford. Um, and so we at least knew that we had to get comment from the university, if not find out what we were doing. But safe to say we knew something some announcement would be made.
0: It was at this point I decided to text someone from Pepperdine's public relations team and a few minutes later I got a call from them. They told me quite plainly to look out for an email from the university later that night and to save space in our paper for the story. And so our whole news team decided to cover it. I'm James Moore and welcome to The Graph by Pepperdine Graphic Media. Today on the show The four angles our news team used to cover this story. First, how this international crisis relates to the Pepperdine community. Then, what went into the university's decision-making process, how abroad students have responded, and finally, the return of the Shanghai program and how they've adjusted to having their abroad semester cut short. Today is Friday, February 28th. Quick update on what is happening.
3: So our advisor Elizabeth Smith just called us and told us she talked to Pepperdine PR and she got updates on what's happening and this is gonna affect our coverage because we were assuming that the Florence program was going to be suspended, but it's we actually just learned that it's gonna affect all of the international programs except for Argentina. So we learned that the Florence program students who are there have to go back to their homes and they're not gonna be able to complete their coursework in Malibu, so they're not even coming back to campus. They have to take classes from their home, which is kind of shocking to think about and just a really sucky situation. We also learned that students in the London, Heidelberg, and Lausanne programs will have to remain in those cities and they're not allowed to go anywhere outside of those host cities for their personal weekend travel, which is also a huge (laughs) big news because people go abroad to go abroad and travel so that's another big thing Um, and lastly the Washington DC program is not allowed to go to their field trip to Spain which they were going to leave this week for so that's another big travel restriction on another IP program so basically everyone but Argentina is affected now
0: and talk about how we're reporting this since they don't want us to tell participants about it Um, just tell me how that sort of works
3: Yeah, so right now, I mean, this is such jarring news that the university wants us to be sensitive to the fact that everyone in Florence, Florence is nine hours ahead, they're all asleep right now. It's 6 p.m. here in Malibu, so they're all asleep in the middle of the night. They are going to, the university told us they're going to send out a community update press release to everyone announcing this. But these students are going to wake up to this press release and they would rather, have them find out this way officially than having us post on social media with this breaking news and having them find out on social media. So they asked us not to post anything tonight on social media about all these all this news, which we would have and I was prepared to do. So that's one thing that is changing. Um, and we also normally would put our front page of the paper on social media. So we're not going to do that tonight either. So that Um, These students don't have to find out from our social media about what's happening. Um, We're still covering it, still going to be the front page of the paper, but nothing digitally will go up so that they don't find out about it.
0: So the deal is, we'll give you more information if you hold off on releasing that information until that works for us, pretty much.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, we're with Maddie, the managing editor, working on page A2. How does it feel to be back on A2? It
2: feels pretty good. Gotta miss, I miss the grind. It's good to be back. I've got A8 almost ready for you.
0: And why are you working on pages on a Wednesday night? Do you you normally work on pages on a Wednesday night?
2: Don't. Right about now is when I'm waking up from my nap and getting ready to get up to the newsroom. But um, because of the coronavirus outbreak, we've got reporters that should be writing and I'm pretty swift on InDesign, not to brag. So while they tackle that, I'm tackling this.
0: InDesign's the app we use for designing the pages. Can you sort of explain what's uh, happening from the news team tonight?
2: Um, Well, we've got, I don't know how many stories you have going at this point, but we've got- Four or five. All right, we've got four or five stories. Um, So we have reporters that are handling the student response as well as um, getting responses from admin students that were um, have returned from Shanghai as well as students that are currently in Florence um, to figure out um, just how Pepperdine's responding to this, but how it's gonna affect the university as a whole, especially now that the CDC says that we should, while the risk is still low for Americans, that we should just prepare because of these cluster groups that are forming. We should be kind of aware that this could happen close to home and just have plans in place. So we're preparing for that.
0: Great, thanks Maddie. While Maddie worked on pages, Caillou Wong and Brianna worked on the heart of the story, the university's decision to suspend the Florence program.
3: Yeah, this is definitely a crazy story in terms of just the scope of all these students having to return home and not come back to Malibu. And uh, we just got off the phone with one student in Florence who is up right now, and she... It's like 6 a.m. there and she can't sleep because she since she got the news and just how devastated she is that she can't be in Florence. Two days ago, their director told them, everything's gonna be fine. You don't need to go home. And so I think this quick, sudden news of how fat, like two days ago, they were fine. And now it's like, now y'all have to pack up and leave within two days. I think that shock is what really is going on through their minds. And they also got this email at 3 a.m. in the morning Right, we got it at 6 p.m., it's 3 a.m. over there. And so the student we talked to had just woken up and she was saying like, most, a lot of people in this house are not up yet. They're gonna wake up to go to Italian class and they're gonna see this. And so they're kind of frustrated, like why would they just send an email like this? So that shock and that frustration and the stress and anxiety of only having one full day left in Florence is really hitting them and something that we are really trying to capture because it's like, wow.
0: Lindsay Sullivan and Kyle McCabe covered how the rest of the international programs were affected by the decision. Here's Lindsay.
1: Originally, I honestly wasn't sure that we would get any interviews because all the abroad programs were asleep at the time, so I was kind of curious as to how the reporting process would go, but we got in contact with some people in the programs, and a lot of people were willing to talk to us, so that ended up working out really well. Um, and we got to hear a bunch of different perspectives, so...
0: You didn't know if you were going to get any sources for it? And then the fact is that like as it was getting so late in oh, the night, it was get, it got earlier there and people were waking up. So what was that like? Like how, how did you get in contact with them? Did they reach out to you? What was the deal?
1: So how it went was, um, it was getting really late here in California, um, but that meant that it was approaching um, a more reasonable time in the other programs, so people began to wake up, um, so we got a hold of them.
0: In order to get in touch with some of these sources, we were in contact with our abroad correspondents throughout the night. Here's our managing editor, Maddie Carr again. So at the graphic, we have a broad correspondence. Tell us about Ashley.
2: Um, so Ashley's in BA right now, and she's been actually a real gem right now because she's been connecting us with her friends and other programs. Well, Ashley was awake when we first started doing this and connecting us with all those said people.
0: Which was around, like, 6 or 7?
2: Yeah, if not a little bit earlier. Um, I don't know what the time difference is between here and BA, but it's ahead. And then she fell asleep, and we've been working on it so long that not only has this human helped us, gone to sleep, but she is now woken up and is reading the content that we've been working on and is letting us know how great we're doing, which is is pretty funny.
0: (laughs) It's right now 2.17 or 2.20 in the morning. (laughs) Wow. Vernie Kovarubias and Emily Shaw covered the return of the Shanghai students, whose program was canceled just four weeks ago.
2: So they've been back for about a week and a half. So, so far I've spoken to one student and she's told me that the unexpectedness of having to come back has been what's been hard and i don't know she basically was saying that there's been a lot of people who have been asking her questions about how she's doing and how she ha- like how her experience has been and she really appreciates that and
0: that's all i got so there is no negative effects from that
2: Um, She told me that she knows that some of her friends who were in Shanghai with her have experienced a little bit of negativity um, and people being standoffish, but she hasn't experienced any of it herself.
0: Got it. All right. Thanks, Rennie. On Wednesday, as Pepperdine administrators weighed on the decision to suspend the Florence program. President Donald Trump held a news conference addressing his administration's handling of the disease.
1: I don't think it's inevitable.
2: It probably will, it possibly will. It could be at a very small level, or it could be at a larger level. Whatever happens, we have a total of 15 people, and uh, they're in a process of uh, recovering, with some already having fully recovered. We're at that very low level, and uh, we want to keep it that way. So we're at the low level. As they get better, we take them off the list. So that we're going to be pretty soon at only five people, and we could be at just one or two people over the next short period of time. And again, when you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero, uh, that's a pretty good job we've done.
0: Trump appointed Vice President Mike Pence as leader of the administration's response to the outbreak. Also on Wednesday, reports surfaced of a patient in Northern California with no travel history or contact with individuals with the virus. It is the first isolated patient to catch the virus in the United States. As of today, the virus has claimed the lives of 2,800 people, with over 82,000 reported cases in 37 countries worldwide. Economists believe the growing fears of the virus's effect on the economy have sparked a nearly $1 trillion falloff of the S&P 500 at the beginning of the week. Wednesday marked the fifth consecutive session that the market continued to fall. Florence's suspension cast light on a wider issue. This disease, and especially the fear it has struck in people, has affected nearly every aspect of American life. With our coverage, we looked into three different angles of the story, all representing different perspectives of the Pepperdine community and how the virus has impacted them all. That's all for today. See you after spring break. Kayla Mendez is our podcast producer. Cameron Gordon is our production manager. Maddie Carr is our managing editor and our executive editor is Chana Steinmetz. Our theme song is written by Jeremy Zerby. Our logo is designed by Natalie Roulon. Elizabeth Smith and Courtney Stallings are the PGM advisors. This episode was recorded in the KWVS podcast studio. The Graph is a Pepperdine Graphic Media production.